I want to welcome y'all to the Said G Podcast Show. Welcome, Conrads. Welcome to Conrad Nation. As I'm ready to kick another episode, you know I'm excited as usual to be with you, the audience. One love to you guys. Today's episode, Religion in the Hood, Part 2, Christian Persecution, a.k.a. 187 in the Hood. As I discuss ancient Christian persecution as it relates to black-on-black crime, it's the Said G Podcast Show. Tell a friend. It's the Said G Podcast Show. Reach one, teach one. Hood social politics. I'm inside. I'm inside. Be here. Be here. Family. Family. Which is you? Which is you? Audience. Audience. It's the Sage Show. Hello, comrades. Welcome back to the Said G Podcast Show. As I continue on with this series, Religion in the Hood. But with this episode, I named it Christian Persecution, a.k.a. 187 in the Hood. And that's what it seems like. A bunch of Christians being persecuted in our, in our community. But I really want to talk about the ancient times and how, how it relates to what's going on today and that religion in the hood part one i spoke about other deities other mythology um i brought up the question what rather christianity is considered a slave religion because most conscious you know some conscious people believe it's a slave religion um like i said before that can be up for debate but when you really look at our community, of course, Islam is a, a heavy presence in, in our community. I know many Muslim brothers, most of them may have followed the nation of Islam, which really is considered n- not true Islam. The uh, nation of Islam is a group that's considered not even teaching the real teachings of Islam. It's more of a black type islamic type thing instead of following prophet muhammad they follow elijah muhammad and we already all know the story of malcolm x malcolm x so um the presence of mike malcolm x the teachings of malcolm x people in our community follow that so they often compare him to him to uh, martin luther king but if we really look at it, for the most part, we grew up as Christians. And what we see in our community today is, is so totally devastating. And that's why I appreciate people that say positive things that try to help break this mental cycle that we in as a community. But Christians been persecuted right from the beginning. 
where um, some people that follow the Bible, uh, the teachings, or the stories, or the persecution, or the oppression is in the Bible. The only thing about the Bible is sort of come chopped up. The stories sort of jump here and there. It's not a real flow to the story. Uh, it's not like a novel or something like that when you look at the Bible. But when you look at historic, historical facts, you can see more of a flow to the story of Christians being persecuted. So they were oppressed right from the beginning. And that is really what, what happens today when you're dealing with an hierarchy, especially in ancient times, because many of those leaders, kings and emperors and pharaohs, they wanted, wanted to be looked at as if they were God. They wanted to be bigger than life. They wanted to have fear in their following, the, their followers or the people in their countries or sections. They wanted to bring a lot of fear. They wanted no disruption when it became when it comes to ordinary people. So yes, they wanted to be treated like gods. They wanted to be looked upon as God. Um, some some governments or con countries they didn't they they did not practice monotheism. That's following one God. They followed polytheism. That's practicing different gods multiple gods so when christianity first started coming around they definitely had to deal with that and then like i said before christianity is actually derived off of judaism jesus himself was actually a jewish person even though when he came with his philosophy on how you praise god he sort of threw away the Jewish title and really opened the doors for anybody to worship God. Whereas the Jews feel like felt like they were the, the only ones that was able or privileged to worship God. Jews have went through a lot of oppression themselves, and people always wonder why Jewish people go went through uh, oppression. Uh, one thing is they think they're the chosen ones. Uh, they felt like they're the only ones that should be worshiping God. And many of the stories in the Bible is actually about Jewish people. I don't to ask why do we are we worshiping uh, Jewish faith? I don't know. That's another question. That's another debate. But. Judaism is the actual original teachings in the Bible. That's considered the Old Testament or the Hebrew Bible. So Jews do not recognize Christianity at all. They look at Jesus as an actual sellout. They don't view themselves being caught and crucified and all that type stuff. They don't believe in that. So they would never ever follow that. They believe more than David, like they, you know, the story David against Goliath. They believe in that. They believe in Abraham. They believe in Moses. They believe in Solomon. That's what all they believe. It's the house of David as they consider it. They will never ever recognize Christianity. And they know Christianity is derived off of Judaism. And to let everyone know that Judaism 
Jews are not a race. They're, they are an ethnic group. They're a religious group, which means anybody can actually be a Jew. And I consider most Christians Jews. Why do I consider that? Because most Christians practice the Old Testament as well as the New Testament. That's a fact. Most Christians practice what's going on in the Old Testament. The Old Testament is the Hebrew Bible. That's what the Jews practice. They do not go into the New Testament at all. You will not see the New Testament in their Bible. They are strictly Old Testament. These are facts. You can look this stuff up. So the Jews consider themselves the originals, whereas Christianity or Islam is considered a, an offshoot of the Judaism religion. So these are facts. You can look all this stuff up. So when you're dealing with a hierarchy, they don't want nobody to feel like they are bigger than them. And that's what Christianity was becoming it was becoming where the government don't want you following uh, a group over them and that that's in present day today you know they're not going to take that your voice is bigger than theirs they'll do anything in their power they don't care if you white black christian islam or whatever you is they do not want your voice to be bigger than their voice and this was what was going on back then. And this is all the Roman Empire. This was the Roman Empire when all this was going on. But I'm gonna come right back. We're gonna get into what actually are the sections of the Bible because there's eight different sections over the uh, in the Bible. We're gonna talk about Peter, we're gonna talk about Paul, and we're gonna talk about this black on black thing as all this relate to each other. Religion in the hood, Christian perse persecution, aka 187 in the hood. It's the CG Podcast Show. back to the said g podcast show and i want to remind everybody you can go back and check out some of my other episodes just go to the episode section and click on one you think may be interesting i'm getting a great response i want to send a shout out to my audience out there and i want to send a mad shout out to my cousin patrick garth Mad salute to you. I want to thank you for supporting me. I really appreciate that. Religion in the Hood, Part 2. Christian Persecution, a.k.a. 187 in the Hood. And right about now, I want to drop a little knowledge. Because um, I think sometimes people get it twisted on how they actually teach about the Bible. And when you look at the actual scriptures, you know, many people may have their own interpretation of the scriptures. That's why me, myself, I take it upon myself to actually read the words myself and get my own understanding. And it has definitely been a big help in my life. Uh, it's the biggest reason of my rehabilitation from being a street guy. 
I like to kick social matics, and this is what it's all about, talking social matics, talking about the social issues that's happening in our community, and religion is a big part of that, at least how I grew up in the community that I knew of, and most people like me, no matter where you live in this country, has went through the same thing, but as I was talking about the Bible, the Bible is actually has eight sections. And I've heard many preachers or pastors or ministers stand up there in the pulpit and try to make it seem as the entire Bible is the gospel. And that is not true at all. I understand the power of the gospel. I do, I truly do. And the power of the gospel is overwhelming than probably most sections in that Bible. So they make it seem as if it's the entire Bible, but that's not true. The Bible is broken up into actually eight sections. And I'm gonna go through those sections really quick. Um, number one is the Torah. Uh, that's known as the section for the laws. And that's really the beginning of the Bible. You got your Genesis and you know, everybody know about Moses. Then you had Nevi'im, that's known as the, for the prophets. Those are the sections for the prophets. Um, prophets like Joshua, and then there's many minor prophets like Jose. And then uh, you had a Kituvim, 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 excuse me. And that's known, in, that section is known for writings, um, poetry, and songs. And that's where you got your Psalms and Proverbs. And that's what Judaism practice. That's what the Jews follow. They only follow those sections right there. Uh, let's move on. Then you get to the New Testament, and that's where you got your Gospels. That's where everything get all twisted up at because that section is so powerful that it overwhelms like the, the Bible, you know, in terms of the story and the beginnings of Jesus and all the stuff he had to particularly go through. That's where you got your Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And then you swing it to the fifth one, which is the apostolic, the apostolic history. And that covers the books of Acts. Apostolic history covering the books of Acts. And then you have the letters of Paul. And Paul is um, a very powerful uh, character in the Bible. And, and I think he was the one that really pushed the, the ministry or really preached, pushed that envelope on preaching the gospel, uh, preaching about Christ. Uh, so you had the letters of Paul, and then you had the epistles, and then you had the apocalypse, which is revelation. So those are the sections of the Bible. And um, as we talk about the um, persecution of Christians uh, right from the beginning, uh, it really was the, uh, the Roman, the Roman Empire. And you had to realize that the Roman Empire actually popularized Christianity. So that's why you had your, your Catholic Roman people. That's where the Pope come in at. And the Vatican is really the only place on the planet that's based inside of a country and is considered a country. The Vatican is actually a country. It's really a city, but it's considered a country inside of country. So you had a persecution of Christians in the Roman Empire occurred intermediately over a period of over two centuries between the great fire of Rome in 64 AD under Nero and the edict 
of Milan in 313 AD, in which the Roman emperors, Constantine the Great, legalized the Christian religion. Because Nero was a bad emperor. He really was, uh, the Roman Empire was falling apart under him. And it took uh, Constantine the Great to legalize the Christian religion. They were so oppressed because they tried to practice it openly, but they were so oppressed. So this is where your real churches really started because they were forced to go in, in somebody's house or hide or something to actually practice um, Christianity. So that's basically um, the Roman Empire. Even when you look at the story of Jesus, um, it was the Romans that was actually chasing them all over the place, you know. And I just want to go over what was Peter's role in Christianity. So, in Christian tradition, St. Peter was one of the 12 apostles of Jesus. After Jesus' death, he served as the head of the apostles and was the first to perform a miracle after Pentecost. And, you know, and you know, uh, you know the story of Pete, Peter. He didn't want to act. Jesus actually told him, you will sell me out. He, you will sell me out. Before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. So he uh, he originally sold Jesus out. And then you have Paul, and this is his role in Christianity. And St. Paul is often considered to be the most important person after Jesus in the history of Christianity. His epistles, letters, have had enormous influence on Christian theo theology, especially on the relationship between God, the Father, and Jesus, and the mystical human relationship with the divine. So his preaching, his teaching in his letters uh, is very influential when you think about the Christian uh, religion. All the stuff they had to go through to really keep this religion alive. They really believed in Jesus. They really did. They believed in those teachings. It's your boy Said G. When I come back, we're going to talk about this black on black thing and how, how all this relates to each other, to what's going on. Tell a friend. Share the episode. Appreciate you, Conrad's One love. You can support this program by clicking the merchandise link and purchasing a said G podcast show t-shirt. Or you can make a donation as little as 99 cents. Your support is very important and all proceeds will go towards the betterment of this program. Appreciate you, Conrad's One love. Welcome back to the Said G Podcast Show. Thank you, Conrad, for checking me out. This episode, Religion in the Hood, Christian Persecution, aka 187 in the Hood. So we went over some historical facts. We talked about Jesus. We talked about Paul. We talked about Peter. We talked about the Roman Empire. 
And even though the Romans was chasing Jesus all over the place, when it actually came down to it, the authorities gave the people the choice who they wanted persecuted or crucified. And it was mostly the Jews that actually picked out Jesus. The Jews went through a lot of oppression, but they didn't like Christianity. And to bring it to today, you know, if you look at the hood and just say a young man actually murdered somebody and you ask them what faith do we follow, more than likely he's going to say, I'm a Christian. Even though you have people that practice multiple faiths that are murderers or killers or robbers or selling dope or all the stuff that we do in the hood. And of course, I became a part of that, that crowd. Uh, some people consider me a legend when it comes to the street. And I do think I am a street legend. Uh, but I only use that for positivity. I use that to give back to the community, uh, which I help mess up. So I would like everybody to get on board with that. And I'm also starting to do bookings on lectures or speeches. So you want to hire me or book me for a speech, uh, you can get at me. Uh, just send me an email and send me your proposal. Got many things going on. So, but the black on black thing, uh, if you look at all this, the sections and the stories in, in, in the Bible, you know, it's all about all these people going against something. Um, if, um, unfor unfortunately, during slavery, it taught us to all go against each other. Um, that's basically where that come from because no country or any other thing attach us themselves to African-Americans. Africans sold us out, so. But if you look at all the stories, they're basically going against something, going against the powers to be. Uh, it's the same thing in the hood, you know. And even when you look at uh, the, the, the disciples, uh, Peter sold Jesus out. He denied him. When they asked him, do you know this man? He's like, no, nah. you know, and Jesus told him that. If you look at Judah, he sold Jesus out. That's what we got in the hood. Because you always got somebody in your camp that want to be you. Especially when you're getting a lot of attention. And Jesus was a lot of, a person that was getting a lot of attention. He was performing all these, um, these spiritual acts. You know, bringing people back to life. Healing the sick. Uh, making the blind see. You know, that, that attracts people. You know, that's the same thing in the hood. You got somebody that may just blow up and be the man, you know. You have all these people around you. You think they're following you. You think they love you unconditionally. But it's always somebody in your camp that want to be you. It's always ear hustling. It's always people that's going to deny you when the pressure is on. You know, and, and Paul wasn't one of the disciples. Peter was one of the disciples. And what did he do? He tried to piggyback on what Jesus was putting down, which probably probably didn't even last that long. Uh, so Paul came back and really put it down. Paul put it down. So you always got somebody in your camp that want to be you. You got, and then you got people that never want you want to see you come up. You know. 
That's the same thing with the Roman Empire. They didn't want to see Christianity come up. Come up. And Nero, uh, they sort of needed Christianity to keep the Roman Empire together because it was falling apart because of Nero. You have people out there that don't want to see you eat. They want to see you oppressed. They want to see you live in fear and depression and anxiety and all the mental health issues, you know, and to the point where we just absolutely hate, hate each other and we just don't care. You know, there's just so many people just don't care out there. And, you know, you can relate all that together. So it was always, you always got to go against the powers that be. You know, there's always somebody around your camp that's jealous. They want to be you. You're going to have people that's, um, that's going to sell you out. And then there was another story in there where Jesus wanted to pray. And he, he requested that the disciples watch him pray. When he started praying and came out of that prayer, they, was, they fell asleep. He knew he had a bunch of weak people following behind him. And Jesus had the power of a uh, of a Moses, uh, where you can split this, the Red Sea and all that. Jesus had that type of power, but he didn't use it in that type of manner. So you always got people that want to be you. You got people that's going to sell you out. It's going, it's people going, it's going to try to oppress you. Um, we're constantly persecuting each other, and these are mostly Christians persecuting each other in the hood when it comes to black on black. We have a serious mental issue going on with that community. And uh, we need all religions. I don't believe in bashing other religions and I don't know why people even do that because black people need every angle of any type of religion as long as it's blessing them, as long as it's keeping them on a, a positive path and um, helping other people, educate people, you know, and living a happy life, you know. We're in no position to be trying to bash other religions, trying to make it seem like this one better than that. Well, I'm for all, whatever religion you practice. I'm for that. I support that. This your boy Said G. I want to thank y'all for joining me right here on this episode of Christian Persecution. I got more coming up. Don't forget to go back and check out some of my other episodes push the subscribe button follow this podcast tell a friend share this episode one love hello this is sedgy i want to take this time right now to give a shout out to all my listeners out there especially in france that's where my biggest audience is right now jay vu remerce to everybody out there in france i want to give a shout out to texas michigan alabama california virginia your support is very important to me and i really appreciate the love you give uh keep continuing on we're gonna keep rocking on it's sedgy Thank you.